truth. You got to protect fields better. You got to protect that kid better. Knowledge. We've got to be able to tackle unabashed honesty. These kids, they're believing, they're buying in. Here we go. That's the guy that has to make it happen. What do you expect from legends? Hamp and OB. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. The Hamp and OB show starts now. Indeed it does. Happen on be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Andy Mazur alongside the guys. Not much in the way of good news from this one. The Jets beat the Bears today 31-10 to in the Meadowlands. It was a uh, kind of a circus from the beginning when the Bears had told us that Trevor Simeon hurt himself during practice and that Nathan Peterman was going to start. And, of course, who walks into the huddle for the first play of the offensive series for the Bears? Trevor Simeon. And it was kind of downhill from there. Well, you know, hey, when you're $125 million under the salary cap, this is what you're going to get, folks. I'm just saying, this is what you're going to get. It's a, it, it's a team that, you know, it's a little, the little engine thought it could. And, you know, the first two drives, we actually score a field goal and then a touchdown and then eh, 28 unanswered by the you Jets. You ever heard of the word collapse? Yep, that's what it was. And that's what happens. And you know what? Think about this. We knew Brisker was going to be a big void back there. Then Eddie Jackson goes down. Kyler Gordon didn't play. Mooney gets hurt. Of course, Fields wasn't a part of the game plan today. So when you're $125 million and four or five of your so-called front-line difference makers are not on the field, this is what happens. And you got to just say... Brighter days have got to be ahead, but there's a lot of reasons why you and I have questions about the coaching. Oh, well, <clears throat> Danny, I, I tell you something. Just I, I'm going to be bouncing all over the place. <laughs> this is going to be a helter skelter show, folks. Believe me, Mike White. The last time I heard that name, Mike White, he got fired as the coach at the University of Illinois. Now, the second time I heard it was this afternoon. And he's starting... A different guy. For, <laughs> yeah, a different guy. Starting for the New York Jets, okay? And here's what he did today in four quarters against our Vaughn defense. He was 22 of 28 for 315 yards, three TDs, and no picks. And no picks. And we had to search up where the hell did this kid come from? Mike White, never heard of him, folks, ever, period. He played at Western Kentucky. That's where he came from. Now, going to this game. This is, when I said earlier, collapse. All right? Eberflos, you and you guys, there are no holes big enough, small enough, whatever enough for you guys to hide. You take this team into New York totally and completely unprepared to play this game. Now somebody tell me different. You saw a magnificent game plan offensively and how to attack the Jets? What, like that team is the juggernaut? Defensively, we don't go after Mike White, who nobody has ever heard of, their starting quarterback? And we let the kid take us apart. He passed for, what was it? You know how many starts he's had, folks? He's had total six games he played in. He's had four starts. And he tore us apart. How's that possible? How? Well, when you're down three out of the starting four in the secondary, and you have no pass rush, zero. Next man up, Danny. Well, I got it, but I'm just telling you, you know, unfortunately, we're paying $180 million for pass rushers other places. And we we just, you know, and, and, and the pass rush has has gotten worse as the year has progressed. And where it should be seeing bright spots with, you know, Travis Gibson and and Eugene Robinson, them making some plays, zero, nothing, zero, and I, I I don't I don't know what to tell you, folks. I'm just saying, the the offense has you know had so many so many bright spots where you could say you could build on this and do this, go play action, do this. You got 
David Montgomery running his guts out, and yet we don't even try any play action. You know, we did try to that do some sinful, of the boots. That was sinful, Dan. Don't but, even try a play action play. And it's crazy. You know, we did some of the boots, but the Jets made adjustments. I'm just telling you, when you're a buck twenty-five million under the cap, you're playing with the B team, and the Jets they took care of business. Well, here's here's a stat, folks. Okay, Trevor Simeon, our, our starting quarterback today, the first 30 minutes of football, the first 30, uh, 30 minutes, folks, he was 8 in passing. He was 8 of 11 for 127 yards and one touchdown. In the prior 11 games, you know how many yards in four quarters Justin Fields averaged? 128 yards of four quarters of passing in the National Football League in the year 2022. Trevor Simeon came out of nowhere, went 8 of 11, again, for 127 yards and one TD. Now, folks, there's something wrong here. I mean, there's something really wrong. And we got five more games to go. This coaching staff failed this team. The kids, some guys I saw, I... I, I, I they were not giving it all today. But I'll tell you what. To go down to the New York Jets with a kid by the name of Mike White at quarterback throws for 315 yards, 22 of 28. Does anybody play pass defense on our team? Or did we ever go after Mike White to try to take him out in the third or fourth quarter when he ate us alive the first half? Do we ever try to adjust defensively? To go after this kid and take him out? Uh, Dan, jump in here. We're going to take a break real quick. We'll let you guys regroup your thoughts here, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about this 31-10 to 10 loss. We'll invite the callers to come on, come on in at 312-981-7200 as well. And when you change coaching regimes, and then you do what they did as far as you know making the moves, it doesn't change the fact that coaches have still got to deliver, and they have not delivered the last month. Third down and goal here. Simeon over the middle, threads it through, and Pringle pulls it away for the Bears touchdown. Hampton will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. The alone highlight of the Chicago Bears this afternoon, unfortunately, a 31 to 10 loss to the New York Jets out of the Meadowlands today. Uh, Danny, I, I, I want to ask you a question before we, go, before we get to the callers. This will be real quick, folks. I just want to know our defensive coaches, okay, and our head coach, how is it that you can let a kid by the name of Mike White, who I'll guarantee you nobody's ever, I never heard of him before, okay? He's played in only six games, folks, in his life, started four of them, went 22 for 28. For 315 yards and three TDs, and and when you make adjustments at halftime, you don't co- you don't come out after him in the qu- third quarter, middle, late third quarter, fourth quarter, and you don't take him apart. You don't blitz him. You don't come with line tricks and Mac blitzes and Will blitzes and Sam blitzes. Those are all the three linebackers that we have, plus the line tricks. You don't make life miserable for this kid. We're not talking about Patrick Mahomes here, folks. We let a kid tear us apart. And never, we never went after him. I'm not making these numbers up. 22 of 28 for 315 yards, three TDs and no picks, and we let him sit back there and take us apart, and we don't go after him in the third and fourth quarters. Give me a break. 312-981-7200, 312-981-7200, the number. Let's get to the phones right now and start with Mark in Broadview. You're on with Hampton OB. Go ahead. How you doing, guys? Um, once again, i, I, I got to say something about the coaching and the philosophy about uh, if Justin Fields is going to be your quarterback and you're going to run him. He's going to average over 200 runs for the season, getting ready for the playoffs. You think he's going to be in any kind of shape? And even Flute said when he got here, he said, get your track shoes on. I think they better get their camping shoes on. Well, I agree with you, too. And they should go camping. <laughs> you know, and you're, you're exactly right on the philosophy. You know, Alan Williams is the defense coordinator, but he's essentially a puppet for Iberflus. Iberflus sets the game plan up on, right. on the defensive side. And he has notoriously been one of those coaches that – 
doesn't blitz. I think it was 13% of the time when he was, you know, the coordinator over at, for the Colts the last two or three years. So, I mean, this is, this is no shock, but to allow that to be, a, a, you know, an impediment to this defense trying to find a way to, to create a, a, a play that can turn the tide of the game to, you know, to, to surprise them, shock them, do something. But yeah, a lot of the reason is the guys behind you, you know, the front seven. Okay. Well, you got somebody named Elijah Hicks. You ever heard of him? What about Justin Jones? What about Jalen Jones? Is, are they brothers? They were, they were starting in the secondary today and in the rain. I could tell that Alan Williams, Eberflus, et al., they were scared to death. Somebody was going to bust an assignment, slip down, and leave, you know, somebody open for an 80 yard bomb. That's and so th- th- that's why they didn't blitz. And yet, we just let this nobody, Mike White, look like Bart Starr. Boy, I'll tell you what, Dan. I, you sit there, and I'm just there, folks. Dan and I, we've been around and, and ex- playing this game for a long time. I'll tell you something. When you let a guy like Mike White take you apart, okay, and that that's exactly what happened, folks. You could running game, this, that happened, penalties here, there, whatever. This kid beat us, and we stood by and watched him beat us. We did nothing out there to counter Mike White, their quarterback. We did nothing, folks. And that's a damn shame. 312-981-7200. That is the number to jump on the phone lines with us like Mike in Rockford did. Mike, you're on with Happen OB. Go ahead. Gentlemen, it's like Groundhog Day. Every week it's the same thing. I call you. I feel like I'm reliving the nightmare every weekend. <laughs> uh, guys, listen to me. I gotta, I'm got. i going to make a few points and I'm going to hang up and listen. And listen, this, what, what's going on? They got this Davis Julius Jones, whatever his name is, they drafted him in the third round. He's supposed to be this punt return genius or kickoff. Return. Right before the half, we're down. Why is he not taking the ball out and running? What's the worst thing he's going to do, fumble it? Who cares? What do you got him out there for? You're down. Let the kid take the ball out and run. Maybe he'll break free and get a touchdown. That's the first complaint. The second one, the coaching stinks from the top on down. There you go. Guys, thought that offense was terrible in the beginning of the year. And then the offense showed some flashes because of Justin Fields' legs. Now we got more questions on defense because they gave so many players away. They traded these guys away to get draft picks. But there's so many holes in this roster, guys. It scares the hell out of me going into next year. They, they got they, It's going to take them three years to fix this roster. And if they do it right, the coaching is not even where it needs to be. The, the guys don't play hard. Even the guys that are filling in the holes for the guys that are out that are hurt. Why are they? There's missed tackles everywhere. These guys can't tackle a gram out there in a wheelchair. I mean, I, it's it's pathetic. And I, 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 guys, I was looking forward to the Super Bowl for me right now. Please, for the love of God, just beat the Green Bay Packers next week. But I'm going to tell you guys, if they play like this next week, they're going to make Aaron Rodgers look like the old Aaron Rodgers. And I hate to see what they're going to do with the running game against the Bears, guys. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks for taking my vent. All right, Mike. Thanks, okay, Mike. Well, and the, all the things that you said, you're exactly right. There's there's so many holes in this roster, let alone the fact that a lot of the guys that are given a chance, an opportunity to play, they're not playing well. You know, you, you can say what you want to, but Travis Gibson, he was out there all day. He made one tackle. Never got close to the quarterback, Dominic Robinson, the project at defensive end that had a sack and a half in the opening game of the season, has virtually done nothing, nothing. And yet, they keep getting opportunity after opportunity, and we get nothing in return. 60, 65, 70 plays a game, and they get one tackle, one tackle. They should be embarrassed to even get a paycheck. 312-981-7200, 312-981-7200, the phone number, back out to those phones. And Jim in Plainfield is joining us. Jim, you're on with Happen OB. Yeah, good afternoon. My, my question is, um, these guys are supposed to be professional football players, and to me, they're not playing defense. So I guess this boils down to the GM who hired these guys. Where, where was he thinking that these guys were professional pro 
guys, I don't get it. These guys look like they're not even playing out there. They went from seventh defense on on the, on the on the game there. They had a little logo off their seven. Now they're dead last. So obviously, the guys that they um, recruited or you know picked up, they they're not really good players. So. What, Jim, what do you say about that? Do you think it's the GM? Yeah, Jim. What 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 I saw today was okay. There were no adjustments, none. And this game is about adjustments. Trust me. I mean, if you got some tempo going and good, that's wonderful. You're pounding them, running. Then you go to play action, which Dan Hampton mentioned earlier. Because I looked at Dan and we were talking earlier, watching watching uh, the game. And was, where's the play action? You know, we got Montgomery's running good. He's fighting like a dog to get that extra foot, that extra inch, that extra yard. And he's running. He ran good. Where was the play action? Where was the bootlegs? Where were they? Defensively, where was the attack defense when they're tearing us apart in the third and fourth quarter? Those, they were actually laughing at us. I'll tell you what, Jim, what you said I'm going to tell you, who, who, who really let this down? What really happened here today? I'll tell you, to me, it's in a nutshell. This coaching staff let these kids down big time today. You mean to tell me we, we couldn't beat the New York Jets? I don't care if it's in a rainstorm or it's 85 degrees or what it is. And you go four quarters, you don't make adjustments offensively or defensively, and you keep letting them hammering away, hammering away, and let a quarterback that nobody – and nobody has ever heard of by the name of Mike White. Mike White, and I'll say it again, played in six games, started four, and he goes throws for 315 yards against us, and you never go after him. You never blitz him. You never put the pressure on him. You never made a move out of the pocket. All right, we're going to take a break for the news here. Coming up uh, in the next half hour, more of your phone calls, 312-981-7200. Bears lose 31-10 to to the Jets. Habit will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Habit will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Andy Mazur alongside the guys here as the Bears lose 31-10 to to the New York Jets. We've got a bunch of people waiting on hold. Let's get right back out to the phones and welcome in the fans here. Let's head out to Larry in Bartlett. You are on with Habit will be. Go ahead. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. I'm going to ch- change my letter to Santa Claus. I'm going to ask him to send an entire train load of coal to the whole Bears coaching staff. But I, I have to say, I did see one thing today that I think was positive that I haven't seen a Bear team do in a long time. In the second half, it seemed they were coming out of the huddle, getting up to the line with 15, 16, 17 seconds on the play clock. Usually they're down to about one and a half seconds, and they got to call timeout because it takes them forever to call a play. So there was something positive, I think. Yeah, and you know what? And 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 you got to kind of put the uh, the cheese on the cracker and say, well, why is that different? Well, a lot of that has to do with the fact that for whatever reason, the the calls coming in to Justin Fields, there's the translation from getting the call in, it called in the huddle, and then up on the line has got to be much better. And, I, I, I mean, how many times have we seen that, OB? I mean, it, yep. it, it's just one of those deals. And you're talking in the pregame, you got a backup quarterback, and you're on the road. Like, let's go hurry up. Well, of course, we never even tried that. It's almost like there was two two things happened today, folks, and it was almost like the great deodorant. And everybody can hide because, oh, Justin Fields didn't play. You know, Superman didn't play. So don't expect everything to be peaches and cream. And the other one was, oh, we were on the road and it was a rainstorm. And you know what? Uh, it, it just happens. You know, that's where the coaches, that's where the coaches have got to earn their money and say, no. That's not an excuse. We have to play despite those obstacles and be ready to go. And as you said, that was that was indeed, you know, kind of a bright spot was, hey, at least we got up to the line with lots of time on the clock, even though twice the clock ran down and we had to call a timeout. Back to the lines we go and uh, Joshua checking in. Joshua, you're on with Hampton OB. Go ahead. Yes. Hi, uh, Bradovich. I had a, I have a quick question to ask you. Because obviously it's looking like now that 
we may need to clean house again and restart this again. Who do you think would be a good replacement for Ted Phillips? Because we need football people. Uh, well, you're talking about the basically the CEO of the Bears? Is that yes, who you're talking Ted about? Phillips. Yeah. Uh, well, I, th- I believe he's retired. He's leaving in a few weeks, yeah, if, days yeah. if, at the most. Yeah, Josh, he's yeah. retiring, moving on, and who will make that decision will be the McCaskies. But That's who, who will make that recommend? decision. And you know what? They're not going to worry about it because they've already made the critical decision, which is the general manager. That's that's you know the owner and the CEO and all that. That's window dressing, and they decide you know what the tickets look like next year. That kind of nonsense. The general manager is the one that sets the roster, not only the players, but the coaches and the attitude of the coaches. And unfortunately. Andy Mazur made a great comment during the break. He said, when you're a first-time head coach like Eberflus is, why wouldn't you go out and get a 15-year veteran offensive coordinator or a a 10-year veteran defensive coordinator that has had some modicum of success or track record of some kind instead of promoting a bunch of wannabes into a position of authority where when things like this happen, they don't have any uh, resource to, to to draw from where they could say, well, in my f- second year in Kansas City, I remember this happened. And so this is what we did. They they don't have it. And, and you know, that's the thing about Luke Getze. It's been peaches and cream his entire career up in Green Bay. Being the quarterback to coach for Aaron Rodgers. Give me a break. Are you kidding me? It's, it's automatic. What do yeah. you? What, I mean, what's, he, what, he, he really orders soft drinks at halftime. What does he do? <laughs> he he really struggled in Green Bay to make that. What's that guy's name? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he's the guy that made him the better quarterback. Yeah. So I mean, again, here we are, and this is kind of where the season has gotten. And you know, Ob. We make a, a a big deal out of like self scouting and kind of doing the appropriate amount of 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 evaluating your own team, your own play calls, your tendencies, all of that. Guess what? It's caught up with us now. Everybody knows we're not blitzing. We've got a bunch of defensive linemen that are blocking dummies, and they're just lining up and running their offense. And we don't do anything to try and knock them off of that schedule. And again, you get you, you go back. It's the same story, folks, with a lot of different situations with the Bears. Again, third down efficiency, 4 of 13. You're going to lose a football game. Here's the one that knocked my eyes out, Dan. My Lord. Yards per pass. Our it's got to be over today, 10. Over 10 yards, folks, wow. per pass. We're at six, but over 10 yards. And when you go four for 13 on third down, again, what does that mean? That means your offense is really not on the field. You're not converting. You're not eating a clock. You're keeping their offense off the field. You, I go on and on about it. But it's an important stat. you got to work on it. you got to work on it. You just can't. Put it off. Well, yeah, next week, you know what? I think we'll throw some more out patterns, 8-yard, 10-yard out patterns. Uh, I think we'll throw some little skinny uh, slants or whatever. You guys are addressing nothing here. This coaching staff, folks, as far as I can see, they address nothing. Whatever the problem was last week is this week. And again, this will be the third time I'm going to say it. You have a quarterback, Mike White, that nobody – Nobody has ever heard of, again, who's only started. And by the way, this game was one of four. He's only played in six games. And you had him have almost a flawless performance, passed for over 300 yards, no picks and three TDs. And this coach, our defensive coach and our position coaches, they're doing their job. They're getting these kids ready to play that game today on defense. When you let a nobody rip you apart, for four quarters, and again, you do nothing about it. You don't go after them. And we talk about adjustments. Come week, on. week in and week out at halftime, we, it was 17-10, and yeah, we're in the game. We're, we, we're in this thing, and yet we make whatever, if we do make any adjustments, which I did not see anything of, of any stature, well, the Jets go on and score 24 point, unanswered. 
24 unanswered in the second half. We were basically waving the white flag. We, that's, that's my point. Yeah. That's exactly my point. But see, that's the most important thing. You know, your game plan is, is, is everything. But what you do to adjust the game plan at halftime creates all the opportunity to find a way to win. And we've been beaten in the second half every every game this All year. All I know real quickly here, Dan, and listen our listeners, listen, when you get a quarterback, again, like this kid Mike White, I mean, he's had next to nothing experience, so to speak. There's one thing that you do. You go after him from the outget. I mean, you blitz the hell out of him. You do everything that you can to get and get him going backwards, having him make mistakes, fumbling a football, throwing interceptions. But why? Because you're constantly in his face, and you constantly put pressure on a kid like that. Did you see that today, folks? Did you see that? Did you see him come after Zero. Mike White? You damn right. Armand Watts had the first sack of any defensive lineman in the entire month of November. <laughs> Folks, this, we're not that, making. We're you not can't ma- make that up. We're not. That's what I'm saying. We're not making this stuff up, okay? We're just. We're. We're not. It's impossible. And for this to go on, and into the twelfth game of the season, I don't care if it's a rainstorm or if we're playing in Keokuk, Iowa. I really don't give a damn. When there's certain things that are right in front of you, like Mike White, their quarterback and you don't take advantage of the situation, never once did they try to take advantage of that situation, folks. Why am I saying that? Because the kid ate us alive. Threw for over 300 yards, three TDs and no interceptions, and somebody's going to tell me, oh, yeah, they really went after him. They tried really putting the pressure on him. The hell they did. Jim, Tom, and David, you're on hold right now. Please stay there. there. We're going to get to you right after this break. Camp and OB is sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. The first half was competitive. You know, we're in it. You know, I thought our offense did a good job driving the ball a couple of times versus a very good defense. You know, we had, had a three and out, you know, did a nice job. We end up, you know, they drove the ball but missed the field goal. Um, so I thought we were very competitive there. The second half just wasn't good enough. You know, it wasn't good enough. We didn't tackle well enough on defense. Didn't play good enough third down defense. Uh, obviously, we had a bunch of three or four and outs on offense. Uh, we just got to operate better. Head coach, Matt Eberflus. Why didn't you make the changes then? You're the head coach. You're right there on the sidelines. Why didn't you make the changes, Eberflus? Hampton will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDrivesChicago.com. 3110 Jets over the Bears. A lot of folks waiting patiently to get on with the uh, Hampton OB guys. So let's get to uh, Jim in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. You are on with Hampton OB. Go ahead. Hello, guys. Uh, I, like a lot of Bears fans, are sick and tired year after year after year. Mediocre at best. I think, in my mind, do what they have. Uh, Jim. They sold the team to a guy with a die-hard Cub fan with a lot of money. McCaskies, give it up, fade off in the sunset, and sell the team to Chicago die-hard Bear fan with a lot of money. And with the Cubs, they were in the World Series five years later. I think that's the only way this team is going to turn around. Well, everybody's talked about, you know, the Bear and the McCaskies. Well, there's uh, a lot what he says that well, a lot of people but, think that, Dan. But see, here, here, here's, and, and again, I keep saying the same thing. Here's, here, here's unfortunately, the, the problem, the paradox. They, they don't know who knows. That's why we had Ryan Pace here. That's why we had Matt Nagy here. That they don't know what the answer is. Now, would somebody, i.e., a, a Jerry Jones? Well, Jerry Jones won Super Bowls twenty years ago, and he played the game, and he he was right there. He was a part of it. Had his hand in it. He he can't find the answers now. You know, and is uh, you know the coach in Dallas the answer? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying everybody is looking for the answers. Now, to me, the answer is, and it's the easiest one, you find a player like a Mahomes or a Tom Brady. Those, That's the best place to start. And that is why we start seeing all this crazy, you know, reaction to you know, um, you know, certain level of success by Justin Fields. Everybody's saying, "Oh, well, we finally found him. We've got him. We got him, folks." 
Trevor Simeon had had passed today in a road loss in the rain for as much as Justin Fields has averaged passing for in every game all year. All 11 games. But he only did it in the first half. He did it. And they, they, that's did. what I'm saying, in the first half. So, I mean, Justin Fields, yes, there's a lot to like, and there's a lot of positives that you can say, maybe, just maybe. But you don't need an offensive coordinator designing plays at midnight, figuring out ways to get him hurt. I mean, this is what you what you talk about the, you know, you know, provincial, you know, one step forward, two steps back. Nick Morrow last week in Atlanta crippled us in the first half. He dropped an interception. He missed three tackles. But today, he was a lot better. So I, I see certain players getting a little better. Jack Sanborn had 15 tackles today. He was he, he played like an all-pro. But still, it's it's all about finding the answers, and it starts Dan, at the quarterback. And what what happened today? What ha- one one guy out of four or five that are difference makers on this team really did something, and that's Montgomery. Where the hell was Cole Komet all day long for four quarters? Where was Darnell Mooney all day for four quarters? Where were those two guys? If we don't have those people involved, Montgomery was great. He, he That kid always gives it. Danny, if we don't have these people involved, and they were not involved in the game plan today, folks, we're not going to win. It's These are the best people that we have right now. And we again, where the hell were they today? Did you ever see him? Missing in action. Mooney got his leg rolled up blocking. Later in the of, game. Later in the game, but you never heard his name all day. You're exactly right. And Cole Komet, I think he caught two passes. Both of them were nondescript and it didn't matter. You're exactly right. The game plan should revolve around at least those two in combination with David Montgomery. But you're running with the backup quarterback that hadn't played in three years. So, I mean, this this one today, it was a car wreck. Let's get one more in here before we have to take a break at the top of the hour here. Tom's been waiting a long time. Tom and Tinley Park, you're on with Happen OB. Go ahead. Thank you so much. I just have to say, if it weren't for your show uh, and, and getting back to reality, I would be jumping out the window right now. <laughs> thank, thank God for you for this show. Thank you. And uh, I, 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 I do have to ask, uh, going forward, what would you say would be the best situation, or, or what could what could be done um, as far as the morale situation? Because you know, at this point, it, it's it's blowing up. All right. Thanks well, thank you. Okay. The great the great morale boost is winning. When you don't win, then it's adversity. What is the greatest you know response to adversity? Enthusiasm. And I haven't seen the team going out there jumping around like crazy men. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just saying it, this team, and, and, and in my mind, the part of the problem with, you know, elevating Justin Fields this last month to some kind of a, you know, superstar status and all of these losses is, yeah, he was phenomenal running the ball, but what do we have to show for it? And where was he today? If you know, most important ability of all is what availability. Availability. Yes. If you can't play, could he have changed the the way the game was played today? Absolutely. But it wasn't in the cards because he was hurt because he was running the ball for the last month, taking all those shots. Nina, Stephen, and Lewis, you're on hold. We appreciate that. We're going to have to ask you to hang on through the news here. Hang we'll on get tight, to you as soon as we get back from we'll our break. Happen OB is sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Jets beat the Bears today. 31 to 10 in the Meadowlands and more coming up with Happen OB. Chevy dealers. Dan Hampton's defensive player of the game. a special teams play of the game, but we didn't really have much to choose from as far as defensive plays of the game. So that's, it was Lane Pickens. <laughs> so that's sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDrivesChicago.com. Yeah, the holder botches it in a rainstorm, and uh, that's our play of the game for the defense. There you go. Uh, 312-981-7200 is our phone number. We've got a lot of people waiting very, very patiently. At least let's get to these Thank folks you, out there. Definitely. Uh, Steven and Edgewater, you're leading us off this hour. You're on with Happen OB. Go ahead. 
Uh, yeah, hi. I was going to say, I just wanted to think that uh, the Bears head coaches, especially with these missed calls of pass interference and roughing the passer, and they're sitting around with their thumb, you know, uh, hands in their pockets or whatever, that they got to get more aggressive and get in the face. I mean, I know they have fines and all these things, but I, you think Dicker would have sit there and if, if they constantly were roughing his passer and missing uh, calls, that he would have been had a clipboard ready to ram it up their throat or something like that. And so they got this docile attitude that, you know, it's like if a neighbor's parked your, his car in your driveway and he's got you blocked in, you don't wait till the next day and say, hey, could you move your car when you get a moment or something? You know, you, you knock on the door and say, hey, were you drunk? You know, I need to get out or something like that. So I think they, they got to – well, coach needs to go to Ryan Poe and say, hey, you might be hearing about me in the news or whatever, but we got to advocate, aggressively advocate for our players' safety and the missed calls so that we have a winning chance in these games. The next time on national stage that – or any stage that they're doing things that we're going to be in their face – and they're going to be hearing about it. Great call, call, Steven. Thanks, Steven. Appreciate it. Yeah, and and you know what? That's what OB said. You know, so much of the time in in the post game, you know, uh, one word or a phrase kind of encapsulates kind of the way the Bears played the game or their effort or lack of. And today, you said we weren't aggressive. You know, we have nothing to lose. You're playing with a backup quarterback. You're on the road. And, you know, hey, throw caution to the wind. Let's go. Let's get after somebody. And we didn't. You were playing with a, with, with our as his backup quarterback. But what about the Jets? Play with a kid that uh, – what he's You never heard of him. Nobody's ever heard of him. And he winds up with a 148 uh, quarterback rating. Yeah. Can you believe that? 148 quarterback rating throws for 315 yards. And and again, we sat back, and I, and I'll tell you, we make no adjustments, folks. You know, there, there's certain words that that ring true, offensively and defensively. My God, if something's not working, move it on. Why? This the game doesn't last eight hours. You don't go and play football for eight hours, and every minute and second counts. Okay, that's not how it's played. But what you do. If something's not working, you've got to go to the next plan. And the most important thing in today's game, with the way the rules are in the game in the National Football League in the year 2022, there's one word that I, that jumps out at me, folks. You better be aggressive, offensively and defensively. And if you're not aggressive, you're going to get your backside handed to you. And that's exactly what happened today. We were not aggressive, and they let us take us down with a quarterback who nobody ever heard of, passing for over 300 yards. Give me a break. 312-981-7200. Let's welcome in Nina. Nina, you're on with Happen OB. Go ahead. Thanks. Why can't there be two running backs in an, in an offensive play at the same time? They, no, there can be. You could put them in, in – uh, in an I formation, you can put them in an H formation. You can put them in a red and a green formation, which means red or greens. One is a fullback, one is a halfback. Either the stronger weak side. H they wind up, they line up be, between behind both guards. That's called an H formation, and of course, an I formation. They line up right behind the quarterback. Why don't we use it? I don't know, and I like I like your call because I tell you what, that's that's. Pardon. You know what, and part of the problem is, in my mind, is lack of preparation. Darrington Evans was the kid you saw today that carried the ball a couple of times, caught a pass. He was promoted from the practice squad this week, and we had to cut a linebacker to make room for him because Khalil Herbert is out. And so there, there's barely enough time for them to practice you know, what they're trying to do with the single back sets, let alone double up with the, you know, two backs and different formations. So, you know, it, it, it is what it is. When injuries happen, then, you know, everything starts to, you know, compress and your playlist is compressed as well. All right, quickly, a time out for who brought it today. It's sponsored by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Illinois, the card to bring through it all. Uh, we mentioned his name, Jack Sanborn, 15 tackles. He seemed like he was everywhere today. He he, he brings it week after week after week. and everybody, playing hard. Yep. Oh, he is. And you know what? Back to your aggressive uh, you know, uh, uh, comment, OB. 
it, it you know unless you've got some leaders like uh, Mike Singletary or you know a, a, a Wilbur Marshall or an Otis Wilson or a Richard Dent or Steve McMichael. You 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 got to manufacture that as a coach. You've got to create a game plan where the team is kind of believing you're going to help them, you know, gain an edge and be aggressive and schematically do certain things that that kind of bring momentum with it. And we line up like punching bags the entire game. Hit a break here. We're going to come back to the phone calls in just a moment. Lewis, you're going to be up first, I promise. Uh, thank you for holding on, and uh, thanks to everybody for holding on. We do have a line open, 312-981-7200. Get back to the calls here in just a moment. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Down and goal here. Simeon over the middle, threads it through, and Pringle pulls it away for the Bears' touchdown. Had to go back to the well there for our play of the game. Sponsored by Good Foods, game day as Guac Day Bears fans enter to win amazing prizes at gamedayasguacday.com. Good Foods Guac available at Jewel Osco. Happen OB is sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Bears lose by the final of 31-10 to 10 to the Jets. Let's go back out to the phones. Lewis, I come through on my promise. I told you you'd be first here, and you are up with Happen OB. Go ahead. Okay. Hey, uh, I remember, I, I'm an old-timer. I go way back. I remember OB running off the field telling his offense to hold him. <laughs> I remember Hamp wanting to talk to Virginia McCaskey about things, about who they should hire. I'm not happy with these rookie. We got a rookie GM. We got a rookie head coach. Why, why are they hiring? Why couldn't we get someone that knows what to do? You know, that'll make adjustments. I mean, we're like playing not to lose instead of playing to win, you know? That's exactly what's it. going on. That's exactly what's going on, Lewis. You, you're, you're right. It's exactly what's going on. I mean, uh, it, it's happening under his watch, just like uh, McCaskey told someone, hey, play Fields, develop him last year or whatever, or the year before or his first year. So now we're playing him, but we're playing him to death. So now we, we don't know if he's going to develop as a good passing quarterback. I mean, you got to pass to win the game. you got to run and pass to win the game. And he don't make adjustments as head coach, you know. So I, I don't get it. You know, where are we going with this? You know. Uh, I'll tell you what, Lewis. What when you when you have a quarterback that he, first of all he he's a scrambling quarterback. I mean, just, there's no other way about it. That's he looks to run. He gets in trouble. His first thing is take off, run the football. Okay, that's his first move. But the problem is. Is that when you do that, you're going to get hurt? It, it's just a matter of time. Now, what doubles it, Lewis, is that Getsy, our offensive coordinator, is putting in more designated runs for him on top of him running for his life when the pass protection or whatever breaks down. This is not, I'm telling you, folks, this is a lousy situation. And it, it looks, I don't know how it's going to get better. Because you want to know what? Shouldn't the head coach say, "Hey, design, do the play, uh, design the plays better"? It's happening under my watch. I don't want this happening. Do so, you know? See, that is a I great point. That, that is a great point, Lewis, and that's where the head coach has to assert himself and say, "This, th- there's no future in this. We need to not go down this road." And the offensive coordinator. He doesn't care. All he wants to do is try to, you know, create as many opportunities to to score points. And we have been scoring points until today. Most of it with the pull downs and 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 design runs of Justin Fields. And when he is not, you know, able to play, then the offense goes back in the in the dumpster. So yeah, this is where Eberflus has to assert himself and say, "This look." Your job is to create opportunities where the quarterback is throwing the ball, not just running it. The, the, the whole thing, real quickly here, Lewis, is the fact that we do not, in 12 games, we have not made adjustments, offensively or defensively, period. Go ahead. 312-981-7200. The number out to Syracuse, New York. We're welcoming Josh. Josh, you're on with Happen OB. Go ahead. Hey guys, I love your show. Love that you guys give a place for the Bears fans event. Um, Thank I you. just my one thing is, uh, you know, how do you get this defense? How do you like that fire in the defense? Because you can go back to the. You know, I'm a new school guy, so I'm not like the old school guy that just called. 
I was born in 89, so I didn't get to see the 85 Bears. But how do you ignite that fire in the defense and get them to start tackling? Because I saw so many missed tackles today, and I have to live here in upstate New York, and I'm hurting. Josh, how do you do it? That has to come from the coaches, okay? Right. It, it, it can't come out from uh, the guy delivering the water, uh, you know, to, to really say something, really be silly and foolish. It's got to come from the coaches. That's what you have. You have a general manager. You have a head coach, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, position coaches. It has to come from them. Nobody else, okay? But they keep preaching this hit acronym. It's like you can preach an acronym all day, but until you light that fire – Josh, here, here, here's the thing that, that, that I see, and, and, I, I, and I've said it here, especially the last three or four games. We're not an aggressive football team on either side of the wall. Let me say it again. We are not an aggressive football team. We don't go after opposing quarterbacks, and we don't attack downfield. We're not yeah, aggressive. Know, pass. Yep. Josh, thanks for the comment. Appreciate it. And it almost comes off as being so passive that the opposition takes advantage of it. They make adjustments, and then next thing you know, they score 24 unanswered points with an unheard of backup at quarterback that winds up the game with almost a perfect quarterback rating of 148. Not an aggressive team. That's what nope. we are. Not aggressive. Nope. 312 981 7200. The number, John and Rolling Meadows, you are up with Happen Go ahead. How you doing, guys? Hey, John. Had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, two things. We actually had a quarterback that his footwork went left, right, left, hit Claypool for a pass. Shocking. <laughs> but my other thing is um, our defensive backs, they backpedal to tackle. Really? They're, they're, they're running. They're, they're running at him, and they're backpedaling, and then the one guy hits him on the shoulder like, if Jack wasn't there to tackle him, hey, can you tackle him? I don't want to tackle him. There was no game tackling. There was no beating them. It was ah. It's very frustrating. Well said, we well said. Hey, John, let me tell you something. I I understand what you're saying and the frustration you feel because we Dan and I feel it right here too. Okay. You know, you play this game, there's not a lot of them, and you play the damn game to win, okay? And if the first plan isn't working, you switch, you go, and the thing that you never, you never take your foot off the gas in this game. You never. That's not how this game is played. This is an aggressive game. They're played with aggressive people. So we need aggressive coaches. And so far, aggressive is the word that we're missing as far as I'm concerned in the year 2022. We're not aggressive with our coaches, and we're not aggressive as a team. Steven is up next here on the Happen OB Show. Steven, go ahead. Yeah, hi, everybody. I so agree with that previous caller. Eddie Jackson seems to play when he wants to. I never trusted him. I'd give him a drug test, first of all. He seems to come to, he doesn't come to play every game. Seems like he comes to pick up a paycheck. He's just a poser. So many times I've seen him not wrap up the ball here at all. And for some reason, I don't think he's been good for team morale either. I'll disconnect the call and listen to your response. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. You know what? Unfortunately, that's a cancer that you cannot let on your football team. And what it is, Eddie Jackson is making $11 million this year. Let me say that again. $11 million. Next year, it would be $19 million. Are you serious? And the only way he's not making the $19 million is if he breaks his clavicle trying to tackle somebody the way you're supposed to in the NFL. So he's going to, at all at all cost, make sure he doesn't get hurt. Unfortunately, he slipped today and hurt his ankle or something. All I can tell you is the other guys see that, and they see that there's no repercussions. You know, he comes flying up there with his shoulder, never puts his arms out, never wraps up, and it's a cancer. And guess what? Now in week 11, 12, we're starting to see the rest of the defensive backs catching. It's bad. All right, one more before we get to the bottom of the hour news here. We'll say hi to Mike in Hawthorne Woods. You're on with Hampton OB. Go ahead. Uh, good day. Uh, first thing I want to say is I owe a debt of gratitude to uh, you, Dan Hampton. About 10 years ago, you came out and did a uh, talk at a trade uh, association meeting, a dinner that I was at at the Seville. And there's one thing that stuck with me, and that's uh, you made the point that 
once you get to the Super Bowl or once you get to the playoffs, you got to make the most of your opportunity. You never, you, there's no guarantee that you'll ever get back. And what I see with these players is they don't approach life that way. They don't approach the game that way. They just throw themselves out on the field and, well, what can we do? It just, uh, and the reason I say a debt of gratitude, because I listened to that speech as it kicked me in the ass, and over the last 10 years I applied that, and I've doubled my income. And uh, I don't know what we can do to get these players to understand that uh, that's what they got to do. you got to approach every day like it's your last, and uh, you're never going to get the opportunity again. I just I don't understand why they can't get that through to the players up there. Well, there's certain teams... You guys ought to go up there and uh, shake them up a little bit. Hey, Mike, you know, let me tell you something. There's one coach that I've seen here in the last two... Let's say, Dan Campbell... Is, is this his third not year now, Dan? Third year in Detroit. His third year in Detroit. And when I when he came in, you should have heard his his message to his players. I mean, it's you better hold the line. You better do what you're told. If not, you're going to be gone. You will be gone from this team. And I'm gonna. I told Dan last year, watch out for the watch out for the Lions. And I said it again this year, Dan. When we came in early, I said, Dan. Watch out for those lines. I'm telling you, this guy Campbell, this coach, he's like a Mike Ditka. He's holding those players feet to the fire. He's holding them accountable. Now, folks, you listeners out there, do you believe that Eberflus and our offensive and defensive coordinators and our position position coaches are holding these 53 kids feet to the fire? You think that they're holding them accountable? Well, and I appreciate the kind words. You know, unfortunately, there's a lot of injury in this game, and it's a violent game. And unfortunately, when that played by violent people, self preservation. When self preservation is the overarching thought, then you're not ready to play the game. Get rid of them. Three one two ninety one seventy two hundred is the phone number. We'll take a break for the news and come back with more of your calls. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Into the newsroom we go. White gets sacked. That is Armand Watts. His first sack as a player. And it takes it all the way back to midfield. Highlight courtesy of Fox Sports. Let our BBB Trusted Review brought to you by the Better Business Bureau. Find a business you can trust at BBB.org. We had to review that because we actually had to make sure that was a Bears defensive lineman that actually came up with a sack today, and it was Armand Watts. The only one of the month of November by the defensive line was today. Some Jets beat the Bears by the final, about 31-10. to 10. Happen OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDrivesChicago.com. So a lot of folks wanted to get in here, and uh, let's get back out to the fans. Uh, we'll welcome in uh, Susan. Susan, you're on with Happen OB. Go ahead. Uh, hi, guys. How are you? Um, <clears throat> you know... I've been looking at um, the old-time players like OB and Hampton, and the one thing they had was a lot of fire. And, um, you know, I look at that coach, nothing comes out of his mouth, as far as I'm concerned. I, um, you know, and then you mentioned Mike Dickow when he said, uh, some of you are going to stay and some of you, unfortunately, some of you are going to go. The ones that put forth something are going to stay. And it doesn't, we don't have coaches like that anymore. It's just, uh, my, my son said to me, do you really want to watch the game tonight, Mom? And, <laughs> and I said, yeah, let's watch it. Um, and, I'm, and I think you guys have a lot to say about it's sad because it is. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, and we appreciate that. Susan, yeah, thanks. I, I, I was, I was real fortunate, and you were too, Ob. We played with a bunch of guys that that had a burning desire to win. To there win. is a difference. It, there There's is definitely a difference, folks. And I see a lot of guys that are in it for the money, the fame, or whatever, and they're kind of going through the motions. And they're all over the NFL, and there's a lot of them here playing for the Bears. That's Eberflus's job. Actually, Ryan Poles, that's his job, to weed them out. And on a day like today, when they're not given an opportunity by the coach, then you're starting to say, well, maybe, uh, okay, how do I know how to evaluate the players 
when we're not doing anything aggressive or schematically that gives us a, a chance or an, a, 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 you know an opportunity to show off. Now let me let me just say this: this EQ St. Brown. There was a play in the fourth quarter. It was third and eight, and Trevor Simeon throws him a good ball. It was kind of like a, a streak route. The corner was on the inside. So Trevor Simeon threw the ball over the outside shoulder, which is perfect. Right. And yet, Brown, he looks back to the inside, which is the easy way to, to you know, turn and look for the ball. Knowing the corner's in there, your first reaction should be, the, he's not going to put the ball inside at the corners here. i got to go over my outside shoulder. So the ball was obviously catchable, and yet, it, you know, he didn't even get a the chance to. The wasn't ju- there, Dan. Yeah, and it was like taking the easy way out and not doing the little things. The little things are the differences in winning and losing. I tell you what, five games to go here, Eberflus, you better start showing some aggressiveness, both offensively and defensively. It's enough with whatever, yeah, will this happen, will that happen? No. I mean, you want to know what? You make it happen, Eberflus. You're the head coach. You set the pattern. What you're doing is not working, Eberflus. It's not working. You're only 17 games, and these kids are playing their hearts out, and you're not being aggressive. You're not going after people, and you do not have the proper offense or defensive game plans because of a passive approach. That's what I see. 312-981-7200 is our phone number. Ken in Elk Grove, you're up next here with Hampton OB. Go ahead. The other night I clicked on the fog bowl, okay? And then I don't know how I did it, but I ended up with you and Mongo stealing the scars out of Ditka's office. (laughs) Now, if anybody went up to the office, they'd be stealing participation trophies, juice boxes, and damn cupcakes. At least you guys had the stones to go up there and knock somebody on their keister in our office and say, I'm bigger than the coach. If the coach has a problem, come see me. And I think you and Mongo put it that way. But on the field, they're like two-hand touch. Our defensive ends are like, whoa, we don't want to get dirty. We don't want to do that. Hit somebody. You're not going to get in trouble by their mom. Their mom is not going to come over to your house and yell at you. You hit my son awful hard. Knock him on their keister. It's football. Sorry, I agree, and, and, and this is and all, you know, it all originates from the coaching and how they prepare during the week and the game plans, and, and unfortunately, what? we are in a malaise where we're just losing right. and going through the motions now. Right. Hampton, real quick, Dan, how's Mongo? Went to see him last week. It, it, it doesn't get Still any better, same. guys. No, yeah, it, okay. it, it, well, it'll we'll never get any better. prayers, and for what you guys did... It's like you're a distant uncle to us. We're always, I'm, you know, I don't know how to say it. But I appreciate, we appreciate it. what you guys say do. your prayers too, and, and include my friend. Thank you, Ken. Yeah, we appreciate okay, it. Bud. Thanks, Mongo. You take care. All right, three one two ninety one seventy two hundred is our phone number. We have a couple lines open right now. If you want to get the chance to jump in, do it right now. Three one two ninety one seventy two hundred. Let's go out to uh, Geneva and welcome in Mark. You're on with Happen Ob. Go ahead. Hey, thanks, fellas. Um, I'm going to direct this one to you, OB. I was at, uh, I was watching the 8A state championship last night, Loyola Academy, Lincoln mm-hmm. Wet. Yes. There's a kid on Loyola, last name, Watoska, number 62. This kid wraps up, he hits. I want the Bears out there watching how this kid tackles. You might remember his grandfather, Bob Watoska. Well, he was a teammate of mine. on the Bears do not wrap up. They hit him, and they do not wrap up. It is absolutely perplexing. Yeah, his name was yeah Jack Watoska. Yeah, Bob Watoska went to Notre Dame, and he was played uh, right offensive tackle for us. And I'll tell you what, he had the heart of a, a heart, the heart of a lion. I mean, Bob Watoska, if you beat him. He'd, he'd come right back at you the next play and go after you, and he he never let up. He You talk about a guy that loved the game and gave that, that old proverbial 110%. That was Bob Otoska. What a lion he was. Sweetheart of a kid. 
All right, we're going to take a break here and come back and get some more of your phone calls. 312-981-7200. That is the telephone number. Happen OV is sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. He's back. Longtime sponsor and nationwide agent Jeff Vukovic Vuk. is back for all your auto, your home, your business needs. Contact Vuk, Vuk. at JeffVuk.com. And remember, Nationwide is on your side. If you've spent any time with Darnell, he's one of the best dudes in the locker room. So, yeah, those that's... That's the part of the game that stinks, right? He's a strong dude, but like I said, you just hate guys like that. You know, when anybody gets hurt, but especially Darnell, it's uh, tough to see. Trevor Simeon there talking about the injury to Darnell Mooney. Had to leave the game with an ankle injury. Game-changing moment is sponsored by Muller's Auto Group. Game-changing moments. We were trying to think of some, and they're... uh, there weren't a whole lot as far as the Bears were concerned, but we appreciate the Muller Auto Group. Let me just throw this in again one more time. Trevor mm-hmm. Simeon, okay, I mean, I, I don't even know when the last time this kid ever stepped on the field uh, as a quarterback. But I tell you what, for him to go, the first 30 minutes of football, he was 8 of 11. 8 of 11, folks, for 127 yards. Now, Justin Fields, the first 11 games, in four quarters, he averaged 128 yards in a passing game. This kid did almost the same damn thing in 30 minutes of football and hasn't played, and I couldn't tell you when. Happen will be is sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDrivesChicago.com. Let's get to some phone calls here. We'll welcome in Paul in Highland Park. Paul, you're on with Happen will be. Go ahead. Oh, hi, guys. I just want you to know I love your show, but you got to tell me if I'm crazy or not. It seems like every quarterback we play against is able to pick us apart in the secondary. Is there – are they playing some kind of zone defense as opposed to a man-to-man? Yes, yes. And, that, and again, part of the problem today was your ringleader, Jaquan Brisker, was out. And so was Kyler Gordon. And then there was a, uh, you know, a, a big portion of the game after Eddie Jackson went out that – you know, we've got somebody back there. I don't even know what his name is. Elijah, uh, what was he, Hicks? Hicks yeah. Elijah Hicks. Yeah. I didn't even know the guy was on the team. And yet he winds up, you know, playing the entire game at uh, free safety. So, there, and, and what happens is it kind of puts a, uh, this, this, uh, you know, the defensive coordinator, gets this kind of a sense of of uh, doom, and he says, oh, I can't blitz because I'm putting these guys one-on-one, and then they're, they're going to slip down and give up an 80-yard bomb. And so and, and so they just continue to play soft, backpedal, 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 dive and miss a tackle. That's kind of what we saw today. Excellent point, Danny. Very well put. Quick update on uh, Darnell Mooney. Uh, they, they haven't given a full injury disclosure on him yet, but there was, uh, uh, in the locker room after the game, he was not able to still put weight on the left leg. He had left with an ankle injury. That's not good. And, no. and a lot of the reason why we did not see, in my estimation, this is just me, I would have liked to have seen Justin Fields play today. I would have liked to have seen him play. But they held him out. And I think the reason is, you know why, who's coming to town next Sunday. So, that being said, they're holding him out. Then your home run hitter gets injured during the game. That's going to put a little bit of a, you know, a kibosh on what we were hoping, hoping would be maybe a coming out party with uh, Justin Fields throwing the ball deep against the Packers. So, Dan, you know, if, well, if what you just said yep. is true, I'll tell you what, if, if what you just said is true, I tell you what, what are the, s- s- McCaskey's sell the team. If what you just said is true, that he, if he could have played, and they kept him out because they want to target it against the Green Bay Packers coming in to Soldier Field and have him ready so we could take down. Because if we beat the Packers, supposedly is that going to say that made our season? Oh, we beat finally beat the Packers. Now we're on a roll. That now we now we're really playing big time. If in fact that is true, Danny, boy, I'll tell you what. That I I, I hope that I hope that's not true. If he was ready to play, he should have played. Period. Period. The way it all went down, not making the determination about who would play until an hour before game time, that tells me the weather, all the conditions, they held him out. 
312-981-7200. Turfimo and Elgin, you're on with Happen OB. Go ahead. Hello, guys. I really like your show. I've been listening to your show for a couple of years, Mr. Hampton and uh You guys keep it real. Um, uh, don't get mad, Bear fans. I don't think the Bears are winning another game, uh, but we got a bright future. And um, just give it a chance. But we do have a bright future. And God bless all of you guys. And thank you for the producer for taking my call. You got it, Trifim. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. And 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 yes, yes, yes. There, every team has a bright future, especially when you start having certain players kind of make that next step and become difference makers. But the only thing we got close to a difference maker on offense, other than Fields, is Mooney. You know, Cole Komet is a very good tight end. He's not a Pro Bowler. We don't yet. use him though, Dan. Well, that, we until, don't use him in the scheme of things and, until he, you know, it eventuates to where he catches nine catches a game for 100 yards, then he's not a difference maker yet, yet. But we have some some pieces in place, but very few of them. It takes three games for him to, for them to throw nine passes to him. That's All true. Right. All right, Jim, you are up next with Happen OB. Go ahead, Jim. Hey, guys. Um, I wanted to just relate a story my uh, brother-in-law told me. That's a true story. He used to fly back and forth um, to New York City many years ago, and he actually was on the plane with, uh, with George Alice. And he turned to George and he said, George, what's the problem? Why can't the Bears win? And George told him, it's, it's business. I said, I'm going to get people in the seats one way or the other. All I've got to do is, is field some, you know, some halfway decent guys or a few stars. Sayers was a star back then. I mean, these, these great football players are good. I mean, you know, they're, they're phenomenal. Uh, you know, it makes me think, you know, you talked about the Detroit team over there. They got a new coach that, that's kicking ass and taking You names. bet he is. What's you it bet gonna, he is. What's it going to, yeah, what's it going to take in Chicago to get a winning team? I mean, guys, what's the solution? Do I have to wear a paper sack over my hat, over my head when I go into the stands? Do I got to turn the TV off? I mean, it smells of a conspiracy, guys. I don't know. Maybe it's rotten from the top down. <laughs> Who's hey, picking these coaches, Jim? Uh, and I'll leave it to you guys to comment. Thanks, Jim. With five games to go, there has to be a total and complete philosophy change. And starting at the top of a philosophy of change, what has to change is the attitude of the coaching staff and the attitude of the players. That's where it has to start. That's one, and that's one A. That's where it has to start. And if you can do that. I think we'll be okay, but if you don't, the next five games we're going to get mauled. You know what, OB, you make a, a wonderful point, and I don't think it's a conspiracy. Folks, it's hard to win in the NFL. There's so many you know, components, your, your players, your coaches, your schedule, all, but it starts by being smart enough to select the difference maker players, and it starts in the draft, and we've got a team that is void of drafted players that are great players. Justin Fields got a chance. Jalen Johnson has a chance. Who else? Who else? Maybe Mooney? Maybe? Maybe Komet? You got to draft better. That's the way it, it, it begins. All right, gentlemen. Been a pleasure. The two hours go fly by all the time with us here on the Happen OB post game show. The Bears lose by the score of 31 to 10. We're back with you next Sunday. Dreaded Green Bay Packers. At 11 a.m. for the Packers coming and, into and, town. And what is Aaron Rodgers' famous words? I own you. Well, let's see if we can make him uh, make him sell. How about that? Let's see, let's, we'll Get see a rebate. What, exactly right. Have an OB. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.